0: It is September 8th, 2021, and honestly, it's great to be back doing Sports 845. We do this show strictly for the kids. Um, You know, the record uh, media doesn't do a lot for Section 9, and we figured we'd do a podcast and we do it every week to promote the student-athletes. And really, Section 9, uh, last two years, two years besides the COVID season, uh, well-represented state titles with Cornwall. Good teams. Um, I got two coaches here tonight. A third's coming in. Uh, To my right, the head coach of Middletown. It's his fifth year as the head coach. Um, Timmy Strenfell. Timmy Strenfell is the head coach of Middletown, who's coming off a double A championship last year and the first time since 1994. So 27 years. And you win Section 9 for the first time. You had a loss to Port Jervis, though, that I'm sure drove you crazy. Um, Timmy, let's start with you. How is your team this year, and how is it different this year than last year? I know that I'm sure there's still some COVID rules that are in effect. But, you know, take us through what's going on in Middletown.
1: All right. uh, First, I just want to thank you uh, for having me down here. This is great. Uh, It's fantastic that we get to really represent Section 9 and these kids. Um, so yeah, I mean, last year was, was very different, uh, playing football in the spring. Uh, never been done. I've been around football since I was eight years old and, uh, that was just something very new. Uh, Did you grow up in Middletown? No, I'm actually from Pennsylvania. Okay. So when I moved up here 17 years ago now, uh, no 15, yeah, 16 years ago, um, it was very, very different, uh, coming up here, Pennsylvania football, uh, New York football. It's just it's different. It was a, a whole different um, scenario for me to come through here and get to work with these guys. Um, but now I've been in Middletown for 16 years. Uh, I love these kids. They are fantastic. Uh, I always tell them they're like my second family to me. And we spend a lot of time together, especially during the season. But even in the offseason, we're usually going three days a week. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, but last year was definitely different. Uh, we got to sort of – take the whole season and just start from day one. We had no off season, no nothing. So it was March 1st. Hey, here we go. Um, so that was definitely different. Uh, the you kids, know, Let me,
0: let me just say one thing. And you say about loving the kids and everything like that. Every coach, I haven't had one coach in here and they all love their kids. And for the people listening out there, uh, you know, sometimes I go to these games and you hear in the stands, I can't believe the coach is doing this. I can't believe why is my son, this, that, the other thing. You know, try it, because my son played football, and I was around coaches all the time. And for the stipend you guys get for coaching, it probably comes out to about 12 cents an hour you're yeah. making. Because every one of you guys, and not just the two of you that are here, it's every coach I've ever spoken to, it's hours upon hours of not just being there, but going home and watching yes. film, going yeah. on the road and scouting. And you really I haven't met a coach yet that doesn't put 110% into it. Um, I real quick story. I mean, my kid was in an accident and I got to the hospital. It had nothing to do. It wasn't football season, nothing. And the head football coach was there before I got there. And the relationship and the bonds that you guys have with these kids, it's not just the three or four years they're playing for well, you. It's it's forever. it's forever. And I commend you, not just you two, every one of these coaches, because football is a different breed.
1: Yes, it, it, it
0: really is. And the amount of time you put in really. Should be commended no one in any stand should ever say a negative word about a coach go ahead
1: well i, I also think going off that um i mean i love what i do uh and, and it's sad because some people say well you don't get paid enough this and that i, I would do it for free um i hope that the middle town people don't hear that um well, but i didn't even know we got paid <laughs> but uh i mean i i love it and the kids know it and most of the time uh just being with them uh sort of having them understand where I'm coming from and getting to know them is what's special about it because then you win a close game or even if you lose a close game, um, they know that you're there for them and they are, they are willing to really go through a wall for you. And if you could get them to buy in, if you could get them to understand where you're coming from and show them the love that you have, uh, it's fantastic. But going to uh, this year, Uh, Last year, obviously, was very tight. Uh, We did get our first championship in 27 years.
0: How much of that had to do with Tom Giordano uh, joining the staff? Uh,
1: It it was a lot. Uh, He definitely took over the special teams. And uh, last year, Tom had a little bit of a bout of um, a little sickness there. A little COVID ran through. But (laughs) uh, he he made it through. Uh, He really came alive during the Port Jervis week. And then the Section 9 championship, he was back to his old self, which is very nice. Do you,
0: and do you, I'll ask Kevin the same thing, as a head coach, you pick your own staff or is your staff placed?
1: Uh, no, I get to pick. Luckily, um, uh, Mr. Coates does a great job of sort of allowing me to sort of pick the guys who I want. Um, there are some times where it's, We have to interview people and really make sure we got the right guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was chasing Tom for four years. Um, So I'm very happy that he finally came over.
0: You're an educator in the school?
1: Yes, I'm a phys ed teacher at the high school.
0: Um, Are you in favor of allowing uh, people to coach high school teams that aren't educators?
1: Uh, Yes, because...
0: I've always been. I I always said that if a math teacher can't come in that day, why are they throwing a Spanish teacher in there? And I think you really Real. have a better team or a better um, way of doing it if you can bring someone in who has, who's just a football guy. Yes. Why wouldn't you bring in a football or a basketball or a wrestling guy?
1: I mean, I'm not saying that I don't love teachers because they can work with the kids. Of course. Uh, They're g- very good. But I think that getting guys l- like bringing Tom back, we also got Coach um, Bobby Mangano, who played for Middletown, um, getting those guys back who are alumni and, and really – Love their high school and want to go back and see their high school be successful. To me, that's amazing. And in Middletown, there's a, not a lot of teachers who are from Middletown.
0: And you also have the Middletown Port Jervis game, which is a phenomenal yes. game year in and year out. Yep. So it's like a Duke, Carolina game. You throw out the records and you play the game. Yep, I mean, I absolutely. think if I'm correct, two years ago, you guys won by 100 points. And then last year, you lost by a few points. So yep. it's just, it's, it's, it, it really, you throw out the records when you guys. Oh, play. without a doubt. And
1: Damian's um, doing a phenomenal job over there. He's in his third year, and I mean he's done a terrific job.
0: And it's better when Port Jervis is good. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. going to. To my left is Dave Hoover and he's going to talk about Section Nine. I will give him kudos, for once. Uh, last <laughs> year, before the season started, he did say to me, sent me a text. And said, I believe Port Jervis is the best team in Section Nine.
2: I said that last year. I yes. believe I believe it was a once in a 25-year team over there for the size of the of the school, and I did tell you. Yes. I said, I said they would beat everyone they played, including if they played Newburgh. they would have beat them. We
0: don't know that, but that yeah. you but that you were right. You were 100% right, Timmy. Before I get done with you, you got a good team coming back this year. You got. Uh, from what I understand, you got a lot of starters coming back.
1: Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we lost a couple key pieces. Uh, Dalton Howell, Isaiah Jackson, Rodney Bell. Uh, Rodney Bell was the A Player of the Year mm-hmm. last year. Um, so those guys are definitely going to be big shoes to fill. Uh, we had a couple other seniors who, who really stepped up their game last year. But I think going into this season, this is uh, the most experienced team that we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now we've been running the program for five years. So these guys now have been doing it for four years, um, and they really understand our system, offense, defensively. And now it's it's a lot more of reacting than trying to learn the offense and defense. Now they know, and now that we're taking it to the next level and breaking it down much more.
0: Well, it took you know, it in '94 you won your 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 title, and then you won one last year. Um, obviously, your plan is to defend that title. Yes. Has Middletown won back to back?
1: Um. Oh boy. Not when I was here. Uh, I mean, 27. I think it was 94, and maybe they were back in 96, but they didn't win it in 96. Uh, they may have won it uh, in the in the past, back to back. But I know that trophy that we got the section nine trophy had in 1994 from Middletown. And- Dave,
0: um, I'm not going to ask Timmy this, but he just told us what a you know he's got a lot of guys coming back, and has a very good team, experienced team, double A. Who Middletown? Middletown, one of the favorites in your eyes, and what other teams would you say Middletown has to be on the lookout for?
2: Don't know, don't know, coach. But I will say this: I think um, losing Dalton Howell has to hurt that team a little bit. But everything I hear is good. I think it, I, I think it's Middletown, Monroe Woodbury, and Newburgh. Got to be, got to be the three right there. Some come, the winner's coming out of those three.
1: So,
0: and but uh, where do you have Newburgh this year?
1: Uh, we are at Newburgh and at Monroe.
0: Okay. And Washingtonville is now a A team. Any other changes that we have to talk uh, about?
1: Washingtonville and Valley Central are A, and then Warwick has moved up to AA.
0: Okay. So Warwick's AA now. When we get back, we're going to talk to – and first, Tim, thank you very much. Okay. I, I uh, Obviously, I try to help out all the teams here. Yes. Um and you've been nothing but great with us. Uh, We root for you, and uh, best of luck. When we get back, we're going to talk to Kevin Gallagher of Minisync, and we'll be back right after this. Continuing our opening show, uh, last week we had a week zero. There were some games going on. Uh, Joining us also tonight, Kevin Gallagher, the head coach at Minisync. He's been there for 15 years. He's the – wrestling coach, the football coach, gym teacher yep. as well. And Kevin and I, Physical are, education. Kevin and I are, uh, are friends. We play golf together, and I always root for him. And listen, his kids that come in here in this store are all great kids. They really are. You can tell right away they're from menacing. Kevin, I'll ask you similar questions. Uh, the training that's going on this year, uh, a lot more fluid than last year?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, last year, really from uh – I wouldn't even say week to week. I'd say day to day, maybe even hour to hour. We didn't know if we were going to get shut down or what we could do or what we couldn't do. Uh, this year, um, it's been really, really pretty good. Um, you know, we're, you're kind of always looking over your shoulder and wondering, but um, but uh, but so far so good. So it's much better than last year. That's for sure.
0: Last year you had a very good season. This year you had your week zero game. You went up. You went up in class. And, and defeated Pine Bush. Yeah. Um, you have a very tough opening game against Newburgh, which I'm sure is a barometer game for you. Yeah. Um, tell us about your team. You got a quarterback back.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's good to have Kai back. Uh, Kai Cologne um, is a menacing kid um, through and through. Uh, but last year, you know, um, he's a you know Division One athlete and um, he didn't know. None of us knew if we were going to actually get on the field. So we all agreed that he should go somewhere uh, to get some. Food. And he went to Paramus Catholic. Went to Paramus Catholic uh, started for them, um, uh, you know. And then um, we were back in this year, and he wanted to come back. And we're, you know, we're glad that he's. A, he's not only a great quarterback, but he's a great kid, great leader. Uh, he's just a good kid uh, to even walk down the hallway,
0: you know, at Minesink, He's a good kid. What? Where? Does he have Division One offers already?
3: Yeah. Yep. Um, He has a few. um, I know uh, he was about to commit to a couple uh, to some. I I don't want to say it until he says
0: it, uh, but But he he has offers. Yeah. And he he has a younger brother that's on your team as well. Is he is he the backup quarterback?
3: Well, we brought some uh, JV kids up for the first game because they didn't have any. uh, They didn't have a game uh, week zero. So Cruz only a freshman. Um but he would he was our backup in that game. He would not be our backup normally. Um, you know, unless
0: Tell us about some of the kids you do every turning other than Kai.
3: Well, um uh, T Mac, Tyler Mackey, um a uh defensive end, linebacker, and tight end for us. He's uh he's a great player. He can be disruptive on on, from the defensive side and he can make some big plays on offense. So um he's he's a tough kid and um, Ethan Gallo. Um, you know, he's as good as anybody, uh, running the ball, I think. You know, he uh, he you lose see- Killenberger, Killenberger's out, yeah. Okay. He graduated, he was a great kid, too. And obviously, he was a heck of a running back. Um, Ethan uh stepped up for us and played some quarterback for us last year, uh, along with Ernie DiPolito, who's back now at receiver, and he's doing a great job out there. So, um, so we got some good skill guys coming back. Um,
0: where's your weakness? Well, what do you have to work on the most? Yeah,
3: our offensive line—they're uh, all new.
0: Honestly, that's what I was told.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. I mean, we—I would say we're, you know, pretty good, or better at the skill guys, but um, offensive line um, is brand new. So, um, but after the first week, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, we did. Kevin, well. do you
0: run the same type of offense and fit the kids into your offense, or do you? Fit, or do you take the kids and say we got to go a different way? Because you mentioned now you have, and not that you didn't have, but now you feel your skill position players are your best athletes right now. So do you change yeah. offense?
3: Yeah, to a point. I mean, you know, we don't want to throw the whole system out, uh, but at times, you know, you have to look at what you have. And uh, we've we've gone uh, from like a spread, and then a couple of years we did run a um, a uh, kind of an option more option off, offense uh but now we're more spread uh we have have a quarterback that can throw and run and we got receivers um and a, and a good back so um
0: you know so so you work on the offensive line defensive line as well you work through it and you know I'm, you're a wrestling coach i'm sure you got some wrestlers on both sides of the line yep. and you're probably very coachable kids and menacing menacing always is one of those teams that seems to get better each week, which is a you know a credit to you as a coach, but let me ask you this, and maybe this is the toughest question of all. You know, you look at Class A every year, and you say, "Goshen's good this year. Minnesing's good this year. Watch out for uh, Walk Hill; they're on the rise." But the bottom line is, Cornwall owns it. How do how do you how, have you watched tape on Cornwall already? Do you pre- start preparing for Cornwall before you play a game? Because yeah. it goes through cornwall and you haven't been successful against cornwall
3: yeah no question yeah so um you could say i watch a lot of film on cornwall yeah um and uh like you know each year we think it's going to be that year um you know so this year we're, we're thinking we're going to beat them this year so um they're good you know but we can't look by anybody obviously we have newberg coming up and that's going to be a, obviously a very good test um but yeah You know, we have to be Cornwall. And that's Mm -hmm. what our – And not just you. Everybody in A. Well, I don't care about anybody else. We need to be
0: Cornwall. (laughs) Yeah, you have them on the the schedule, obviously, in the regular season? Yeah, we have them in the regular season. I give you a lot of credit for, you know, playing Newburgh. I mean, that's a really – you open up with Pine Bush and Newburgh. But, you know, and one more thing, and I talked to Tim about – and we mentioned about the coaches and everything. When I say to you, Kevin Gallagher, and I I talk about Cornwall and Middletown, Burke You guys are all here. Monroe, I'll throw in. Every year to be good, year in and year out. It's not like you guys are out recruiting players to come. Um, So you get the same – you get a different group of kids every four years. And to continuously be good, it's a big credit to the coaches. really is. Well,
3: I appreciate that. And, and, you know, I just – I got to throw Scott Hendershot's name out there. Scott Hendershot's been with me since day one. There's, you know, and I appreciate all your coaches, your assistant coaches, and I'm sure you know you got a lot of good ones.
0: But, but these programs that are, you oh, always, you always say, you, you always say uh, menacing. They're going to be tough. Middletown. They're going to be tough. Monroe. Cornwall. Burke. Um, I mean, these, and and it, it really is amazing because it's not a, it's not the NFL where you have players that you're going to build over for ten years. You get a quarterback like Cologne. You got, and you just, you don't skip a beat.
3: Well, you know, we're, we're lucky. We, we have a good community, you know, um, and, and Tim's talking about his kids. We have great kids, too. And, and you know, I, th- I don't think you can fool kids for very long. And if they don't believe in you, then they're not going to, you know, they won't get it done.
0: You know? do so, you, a lot of credit has to go to the youth programs. Do, do you see a correlation between great youth programs and great um, high school programs? Are you involved at all in the youth programs?
3: Um, up and down through the years, you know, um, in, in, in Minesync anyway. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I think it depends in, in youth. Uh, sometimes, you know, um, you know, there's more to it, obviously, but if you get a real fast kid or a real big kid, they're going to be successful at the youth. Um, so if you can get them to run your program, obviously that's going to help. I think that's that's one of the keys, if they can run – you know, to a degree, the mm-hmm. same verbiage and all that stuff through through the uh, years, that's going to be helpful. You know, also, you know, I also sorry. think,
1: jumping on uh, what Kevin was saying, the assistant coaches. If your assistant coaches go in there and can run a practice without you having to watch over them and just let them do what they do, mm-hmm. I think the kids respond to that very well. Yeah. And I think that's what builds your program. Mm-hmm. I don't think – yeah, it's great that I- – the head coach gets talked about but if it wasn't for the assistant coaches i mean we would there would be nothing
3: they take play. ownership to their position yes. big time i've and always have,
0: i've always said this and i think it's another huge factor in football i am i am a graduate of monticello i root for monticello we didn't have football when i was there but when you go to and I, and here's where i'm getting with community when you go to a minicent game or a middletown game or any one of these schools really in orange county yeah. You're hard pressed. You got to get there early to get a seat, and the bonfires, the pep rallies, the cheerleaders—I think everything goes into a winning program. And I—and it—I'm not saying anything negative about Monticello, and some of these other places. But if they want to get on board, it starts in the community, and there are Absolutely. people starting youth football there and everything. I would go to a Monticello game, and forget what the score would be. Two minutes in, there would literally be three hundred and thirty people from Goshen and eight people from Monticello. And I really think it's tough to play if you're a student athlete. Student athletes wanna play in front of people. Yes. They do.
4: And and to piggyback off of that and what Coach Gallagher said, it's not so much success at the youth level, it's participation and getting the community involved. When you have good communities that are really interested, Port has a huge, Mm -hmm. they they haven't always been great at the youth level, right? The, The success doesn't always translate there, but these kids, follow their way up, play in the play into the middle school, point. play into the high school. Same thing in Middle City. Uh, Cornwall for, is notoriously bad at the youth level, but they have tons of kids go out and play. They split their teams up, and instead of having one really good team, they'll have three teams at each division, and they get a ton of participation. The kids get to see it. They get to, to actually play the game, and then they want to they continue up into the high school, and now they get huge numbers. They've had that for a long time as well. Middletown – same same thing. The numbers are good at the youth level; it translates to the next level. When the numbers aren't good, you know, there's a couple yeah. towns that all they care about is winning youth championships. It doesn't seem to translate and to correlate into the uh, onto the high school level.
0: David Cornwall Class A, they the team to beat. Is that an obvious question? Oh, Coach
2: Gallagher's here. here is tough. <laughs> I think well, I I, I, think, I said I think, it's a Coach I Gallagher. A I think they got a legit D line. I think they got a legit D line. I think they're decent across the board. I, 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 they're solid, top to bottom. I saw a little bit of the board game. Um, they demolished Portraits. Just mm-hmm. took them apart up front. So I think, I think yes. And going back to that previous thing you were talking about, both of my boys actually went to Coach Gallagher's like youth camp or something years ago, which is kind didn't of didn't like them
0: like and left. No,
2: no, 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 no <laughs> just they, they had it. They advertised it. Yeah, you know, paid the money. They this is
0: the uh, by the way, Hoover is also the Archie Manning of uh of section nine he, uh two hoovlers and we'll get to that leaving burke um i think
4: they're still mad at him over at port jervis
0: yes but he is actually this is cooper so yeah i pay that <laughs> i pay that price every day in Jervis. So, so david what other teams in class a
2: i think medicine is going to be competitive and again i don't know where you know look i see coach gallagher number one the guy committed to wrestling all the time
3: coming out on friday nights and uh the excitement it's really good to to have that that excitement.
2: And
0: you it. honor your alumni. I saw you had a big thing with Stephanie Dolson, which we yeah, got to that, was awesome. that was awesome. I great. mean,
3: like, well, we talk about it right now when we, we're in our phys ed classes, and we we talk a little bit about our you know um, opening day. I said, hey, sitting in this gym 14 years ago was an Olympic gold medalist. So uh, who's next? You know, so it's pretty
0: cool. Kevin, you do a great job there. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. You know, I root for you. I always Thank do. You. When we get back, Aaron Hasbrook of John S. Burke, and we will talk with Aaron. (laughs) I am Darren Kunis. This is Sports 845. As we continue going around the league, uh, going around the section, next week we'll have some more coaches, some other coaches in. Uh, To my right, I am joined by our third coach tonight, Aaron Hasbrook. Aaron at John S. Burke, uh, Class B. Uh, Aaron has been the head coach at Burke now for five years. His first two years, he made it to the state Final Four. Uh, had some very good players. I guess the initial question, Aaron, is what do you do without a Hoover? Yeah, it's
5: definitely going to be interesting. <laughs> Heath uh,
0: and Jackson. Yep. Uh, Heath uh, playing at Wilkes. So uh, you've provided a, you provided know, a platform for Heath to be noticed. He's playing at Wilkes. I saw he threw a touchdown pass last week. Jackson... Um, i'm sure very well could have played some division two football as well division three whatever but jackson chose the uh less physical sport of golf smart man i just want to throw one thing in there at tarry bray this year uh at the end of nine we got rained out jackson had 36 i had 37. So I just want to point that out. I so you were have, I was down just one stroke to Jackson. I might have taken a breakfast ball, Isn't he like maybe seventeen a, or eighteen, a maybe lunch, three, maybe even a brunch and, and dinner and late dinner ball, but I was still <laughs> only down one stroke. Tell us about your team this year and and what's happening over at Burke.
5: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm excited about my group. I think we're a team that I've seen in the past. Is I feel like this is a group that's going to continuously get better, and I feel like we're going to hit our stride at the right time. Uh, we opened with three non-league games. We played a really tough Walk Hill team uh, in our week zero game. And, you know, as coaches know, like with the week zero, you can kind of choose and pick your schedule. It's like, do we scrimmage? Do we play a game? Do we try to schedule a cupcake? Like, what do we do here? And for me, I'm like, if we can get an A school, that's a larger school, number one, that's good for us. And Brian has done such a good job with the Walk Hill program, him and his staff. um, He's got a quarterback that can sling it, some good receivers. So it it was a good, tough opening game for us a lot of things that we can build on. And uh, I'm sure as the coaches here said, you know, coach Gallagher played a week zero game. Um, We made a lot of mistakes that were very scrimmage like. Um, So when I look at that game, I'm like, this is normally a scrimmage for us and we're making those type of mistakes. So it was actually good to see in a game situation. Now we can clean those
0: things up and and try to get wrong. And and let me point out last year during COVID and that truncated season, it seemed like you guys got the brunt of it. you you played a schedule that was obscene. Yeah, we played we played it's some, like anybody really that wanted to, anybody looking for a game called up Burke and yep. you took it. So I give you credit there. I used to always kid your kid you. I used to always say Burke would play Kiris Joel on yep. a Saturday. Yeah. Yep. You guys actually <laughs> you you really played a tough schedule last year. And since you've been there, you've been scheduling a lot of tough games.
5: Yeah, I mean for sure. Like for a school, you know, we were a C, they moved us up to B. And especially with the non-leagues, I, I would rather play, you know, get to go against a Minasink when I can and get to go against a Walk Hills and a Goshen's and a Warwick's. And and I want to schedule as many larger non-leagues as I can because I think, you know, just like with Coach playing, you know, Newburgh this week, like those are where you're able to set your barometers and mm-hmm. for us can help us when we're playing the Ports and the Marlboros and the New Pulses within our own class. You know, do you guys have Goshen this
0: year? We don't. I, I cry about it every year. It's such a joke that Goshen and, and Burke. Was it initially
4: on the schedule? Sk- the sk- or was that in the in the uh, spring? The initial la- uh, last
5: year. Um like last fall. Yes, BFA, it was on the schedule, the correct. Schedule, and then when the spring schedule came out. It wasn't it on it, and they
4: didn't well yeah. and and then this year because of the way class double A and A are, are situated with the the nine in, in A yep. and only six in double A. The A's have to serve as us. Have doubles. Yep. So it kind of hurt you guys. Like, you got lucky to grab a couple A's. Yeah. That week zero to grab an A. Yeah. And you know what? The minute
5: the minute we had the week zero, I kind of asked my staff what they thought. And we were like, let's get a game. And I just started reaching around to A's. And luckily, we were able to link up with Brian and get a good game.
0: Tell us about your team
5: this year. Yeah. So, like you said, um, you know, it's first year since I've been at Burke. in seven years, I don't have a Huvler at quarterback as an assistant or the head coach. So... Um, the first thing was finding a, a quarterback. Uh, we got a good young quarterback. Um, you know, I'm sure T- Tim saw him a little bit when we were uh, doing some seven and seven. And uh, what's his, his name? Jake Carter. Jake Carter. Right? Jake Carter. Um, and uh, you know, he he had a real good opening game for us. He's very accurate. What year is he? He's a junior. Okay. Uh, he was eight for twelve this past week. Um, six carries for about fifty yards. And pretty much, if you told me in this kid's first varsity game, he's going to go out. He's going to be accurate. He's not going to turn the ball over. You know, he's, he's going to control the offense. We had no penalties from the offensive side as as far as uh, false starts or things like that. So that was – that. Was, those were the things where I looked and I said, okay, this kid's – you know, he's getting respect in the huddle. He's, um, you know, being accurate with his passes. He's running the ball hard. So a lot of good things for a kid in his first varsity game. So you're going to run
0: and past the ball. You're going to – Yeah, gonna, yeah, gonna absolutely.
5: Better. I mean, we, we were uh, – Coach was uh, – Coach Giordano was making fun of me because we were, we were in a wing for a few plays. Then we were in a wildcat. Then we were in an empty set. So – this is the first year I'm calling the offense in about since our playoff runs when back when, when Gardner was there. Yeah. Um, so I'm back. I'm back calling the offense, and you know it's it's definitely different as a head coach. You're like getting a little piece of all the pie, and when you're calling a play, you're like so heavily involved in that side of the ball. But I, as coach, shouted out his guy. I got to give my staff a shout out. Um, Joe Piasek. He actually played for Cornwall. Um, we coached together at, War, at Warwick for about 10 years, and he's been with me at Burke. He was with uh tim and billy over at middletown and uh i'm just so fortunate to have him uh you know it's it's like it's like having you know scott for yeah. for coach gallery you have another head coach in your program mm-hmm. and uh the rest of my staff's done a great job too so you know big shout out for who's those your guys. big
0: game this year
4: uh
5: port, port and marble, and marble? Port and marble. <laughs> yeah um i mean you know it's like you guys were talking about everything runs through cornwall um you know in a right
0: now and, and we've got some good teams and um, well, to be know. fair, and B, a lot of times it ran through Burke, yeah. and Marlboro. Yeah, Fort last year stepped up, and you know since I've been doing the show, it's been Burke or Marlboro. Yeah, You've yeah, had, you had those controversial games, the the close games. Yeah, and you know that's you know yeah. B,
5: listen, I, and I think um, you know having some larger school coaches sitting here, like they will tell you, like you know, B is very competitive. Like, you, like I think double A's and A's will say it's it's no longer like a. a uh, section where uh oh, we're playing a B. This is an easy, an easy how, game. And how many kids
0: uh, do you have going both ways?
5: At Burke, we have a lot. So I have 27 total varsity players right now. So we're looking
0: at about seven, uh, two. You have 27 players. on your roster, Timmy. What do yeah. you don't have? Oh, we have 39 on our roster. Uh, it's actually low, isn't it? Uh, that's I thought about you number more. That we like. Okay, Kev. 33. 33. Okay, so, so yeah. Burke's right up there. Yeah, we're hanging. Yeah. Good. No. Good.
4: Well, and the thing about B is. You you had Port come down from A just a few years ago, yep, yep. and then last year New Pulse dipped into the B pool, and we didn't get to see them because COVID hit. Yep. So that's going to be a whole new experience. You know, Tegler's not there anymore. So Tommy's gone. They got a new coach. They yep. took a year off. Who knows what they're going to be? So you got to you got to factor those guys into the mix Class B. We got a lot of
5: moves in B. Um, new head coach of Marlboro with you know, yeah Brian uh, stepping Brian down not being there. Um, New Paul's coming back from taking the year off of COVID. Um, you know, so definitely it's it's going to be exciting and, you know,
0: good good rivalry games every week for sure. Yeah, you got, I, I think it's a crime that you're not playing Goshen, which I know it's not up yeah. to you. I just think that's such the – it's the most natural rivalry yep. in Section 9 and it just doesn't happen.
5: Yeah, and – you, and know, you can't
0: really get a reason why. It's funny. John,
5: John and I are good friends and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I actually just texted him today because um, – That's John Stevens. Yeah, yeah, we coach. lost – we lost a uh, – a JV game and he did the same week and I'm like hey you guys want to play this week? He's like absolutely. So JV, you know, JV's playing. Like I said, it'd be great to play varsity against each other, but as these coaches will say, we I think a lot of people think mm-hmm. we have control over our schedule. Yeah, we no, have I control know. of the week 0, other than that, we're at the hands of of what they give.
0: David, um class class B, um, first time first of all, first time in 7 years you don't have a son playing football. Is it uh you know, locally, high school? Yeah. Is it? Uh, are you going to all the games still? You know, because I, I know you love it.
2: I stopped in. I stopped in a little bit of Port Jervis, Watched a little bit of that. Uh, I plan on catching a Burke game. I actually plan on. Um, I think the 19th. I'm going to see the menace, Menacing Port game. I plan on going to that one. And I'll probably see Minnes I'll probably see Middletown play Port or Middletown Port. And then Bianco, all of a sudden,
0: he's a Port fan now. Bill, <laughs> Bill
2: Bianco is a good friend of mine over in over in Newburgh, so I got to stop in. And then James Garrod down in down in uh, Monroe actually coached my other son Heath when, when uh, Aaron first took over. So I try to jump around and see them all, but you know, the reason I try to stay in with it is, you know, people don't realize these guys here, these three coaches, four coaches, you know, last year we saw it when COVID hit and he, these young men they have nothing to do, you know, things kind of go sidetracked. There's kids from good families that things are never gonna go bad there, but the ones that, that are marginal and the ones that need a little guidance. These men here, the coaches provide that and they keep them where they need to be. They keep them in the Absolutely. Lanes, moving forward with academics, doing what they need to do, pursuing things. So, um, you know, that's a benefit. But yes, I'm going to get out and see a few games and uh, whatnot. And, Is Burke.
0: Port Jervis very good again this year. Is, uh, Port, Bert, Port, Jervis, Port, is Port the favorite in Class I B? I think
2: they got to be the favorite in Class B, but I have not seen New Paltz and I have no idea uh, what what New Paltz has, but um, you know that's just my feeling, just having having seen. Obviously, it a bit, it's week having,
0: week one. We'll yeah. get a better feeling. And, and
2: again, too, you know the way the playoffs go in the end. If you know how many teams make it, if somebody's hot at the end, you know you never know what's going to what's going to happen there. And too, you know, football's a game of you know injuries sure He'll get hurt one key injury here and there and uh but uh yeah it's look it's you miss it you miss walking around or whatever but oh I, absolutely I you, sure know things, you know my younger son called me you know this morning i think he even called hasbrook and okay. said hey i qualified i qualified i'm going to indiana to play college you know college golf this weekend so mm-hmm. you know different things yes, for there. whatever and
5: so, you know i just to jump in on because i think the coach will tell you this too is just talking about the relationships like you know that we have with the kids is like um you know, lost the game. We lost this past weekend. I'm, you know, not feeling great about losing looks like any coach. And um, you know, I had a kid who played with Heath, David Ross. And, you know, he's a very good player and you know, he's section nine player of the year. I haven't talked to him, you know, a ton in the past couple of years, but I get a text. Hey coach, it's David, just want to say hope the season's going well. Gonna make a trip to come play a game. Wanna say I had my first start today as a tight end at WestCon. I scored a touchdown. Awesome. Wanna to thank you for being my coach in high school. Uh, you know, hope Burke does great. And and you know, it's like I said to my wife, I'm like, those are the things that, like, yeah. you Foot, love. And obviously
0: football <laughs> is an incredible thing. You could have the greatest soccer team in the world, the greatest baseball team in the state, and you'll get 18 people. Soccer, you'll get a little bit more. But football, you could be 0-7 and, and the community, and you'll get five, 600 yep. people at the yep. game. Tommy, before we end Section 9, um, early – we always talk about player of the year candidates and standout players. Do you have a few names that you want to throw out there or is it too early? I mean, it, guys you, to watch
4: uh, you had, I mean, the, the times of the record did post the top 11. Yeah. Or yeah. Top, yeah. Top 11 guys to watch in section nine. Um, you know, obviously you got a bunch of quarterbacks. you got the returning player of the year in the section by the coaches. you got Brett Fuller out in Port Jervis. Kai Colon's back. He's a division one prospect. Um, we have our quarterback, Jaden, Farrell, he just is that Christian son. That's Christian. I was yes. impressed
0: with him. He was a wide receiver for you yes, last year. Yes, he played right? wide receiver. Yeah, he moved to quarterback this year.
4: He's gotcha. very good. He plays, you know, plays both ways. Um, not full time, but he will see time on both sides of the ball. He's a terrific athlete. We also have Jermaine McRae, who is a phenomenal athlete. He plays running back and outside linebacker. Um, I mean Newberg has um the wide receiver. What's his name? Yeah. Tim uh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah I mean he, right? six seven
0: yeah um he can go is there a is there a state title team this year in this section because um, every I year mean, at the end we that's the team we root for
4: i mean you every team in section nine right now thinks if if they can win yes. the section they can make a run into the state and mm-hmm. honestly i as a coach I have no reason to believe because we've like we get together with all these guys and we seven on seven and we do a lot of stuff all year long and then it was camp chips we know how good Section I football has and, become. And, yeah, and I'll
0: tell you and I want to repeat something I okay. said earlier. Yeah. Section yeah. nine, you have Cornwall, uh, two straight years. And last year I think everyone at this table would probably agree that if there was a state title, Port was winning class yeah, B. Yeah. I,
4: yeah. I mean we and told he, Damien so, we're like, dude, listen, if if there was if there was a Class B tournament, there was no doubt in our mind at Middletown yeah. that um that they would probably have taken the the state. I agree with what you said
1: earlier. That was a year of 25 years. That team was was amazing.
2: You you might have had a section. Look, section one is always a barometer of things. If section nine clears section one, the run becomes so much easier. And section nine has definitely closed the gap over the last
5: 10 years. I was just going to say, I mean, I started coaching when I was 19. I'm I'm 36 now. And all I remember is the stories from, like, you know, Coach Chatham at Newburgh and – uh, Coach Deliso at Monroe, and it was always the struggle of beating the Section 1 teams. And I would say, you know, in the last five to ten years, our section across the board in the classes has really changed that tide of Section 1 being so dominant. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had two years in a row in C. You know, we took care of business. Yeah. Cornwall, you know, getting to the States. Um, Newburgh, you know. So I think that talk about the, the gap between Section 1 and Section 9 being so big and different, our, our section has closed it and, and put us on the map.
3: Well, I think when Monroe had their four run to the state finals and, and mm-hmm. won it once, I think that totally changed yep. section sure. nine. Totally changed yeah. it. And I think everyone started to believe in why not us.
0: Well, listen, guys, I want to, you know, we'll we'll get some more coaches in. We'll have you guys back later in the season. I wish you all the best. And, again, this is very important. We do this show for the kids. We can't do it without the coaches. And we really appreciate your support. This is Sports 845. We will be back.